Welcome to the 50th annual To Make It Cringeworthy. Get it? I, I do. I get it. Do you actually get I it? I do actually get it. Yes. Holy mother of God callback. Yep. <laughs> the mother of all go- co- callbacks. Uh. Welcome to Justice Losers, the podcast where we talk about pop culture media, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host. I got that sped up again, didn't I? Yes, you did. Have I been slowly speeding it up again? No, you've actually been really good until <laughs> today. Uh, mainly movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston, known as always by my delightful co-host. Matt, Matt. Matt, what should people do? Like, subscribe. I don't really care about that. Happy anniversary, kind of. Not actually really anniversary. It's our 50th episode. That's a big thing. This is number 50. Also, in case you didn't really get the the joke, which most of you probably don't, or, you know, anyone does. Those were the first words, close to the first words I said on this podcast. Which was super fucking bad. Yep. It was so dumb. Yep. It's literally only on YouTube. First two episodes you can't find anywhere else. Yep. Um, and you're not going to. Nope. But it was until, really awkward. Until we get famous and release it all on CD for sale on Amazon. Oh, yeah, that's true. And just get signed, right. signed copies. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, it was really awkward. It's like, <laughs> welcome to the first inaugural annual, or first annual, because I was making the joke. So, because you know, right now that now that we have established ourselves as professional podcasters, indeed, I can kind of like break the fourth wall all the fucking time and go back. I was trying to make a joke that first annual is the most fucking cringeworthy thing mm-hmm. because if it's the first one, it's not annual. It's true. Which is why I said to make it cringeworthy. Exactly. Yep. Anyway, and that's where we established your name as Batmat. Right. Two episodes later, tried to establish me as Mumblebee. Yep. Which was fucking stupid and didn't last, didn't last at all. Because <laughs> uh, yours was natural and mine, mine was forcing it. Exactly. <laughs> which never forced anything. I don't think I have a nickname. No. Just a whole bunch of curse words probably in a row. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, this is the 50th anniversary. I guess we'll just kind of get out of the way and tell you guys. Yeah. We're going to be format or we're going to be doing this episode as a redo of the first episode. Yep. So... If you want to go back and listen to that monstrosity, good luck. You are more than welcome to. Uh, but otherwise, Matt, what have you been up to? Um, well, actually, a variety of things. First off, I finished the tick. Hey, hey, it's good. It's, I mean, it's not. Does I, I think I end? said this. I think I said this last time. Yeah, it has a very definite like end. Oh, I mean, does, oh, sorry, you, you were talking, so I stopped saying my words. Does, oh. it, does it end? As well as it is throughout the whole movie, or does it? Yeah, okay. it is. It is satisfying throughout. It okay, is um, well worth watching. I think uh, it's it's that kind of satire that does take itself just seriously enough that it's also like a good story with characters yeah. you can connect with, um, and it's funny. It, like I said last time, it's not game changing. It's not, um, I don't know, revolutionarily. Yeah, I don't think it ever tried to be. No, it's just not that ambitious. But it's it's great. It's a perfectly enjoyable watch. Yeah. So. Recommend. I agree for the first half of the season right. that I Which watched. Is all, all you've watched. Yeah. You know what doesn't end well? Probably the a lot of death. Lives. Lives end in death. That's not very good. This joke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> set the trap and you walked right in. <laughs> what doesn't end well? Uh Dark. The first season of the Netflix original show Dark. What's um, that about? It's basically the German Stranger Things. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, it's a small town with a mysterious facility um, that's kind of in it, kind of just next to it. The mysterious facility in this case is a nuclear power plant. Uh-huh. Um, uh, the plot is basically Ooh, set. I'm tired. In, plus, the plot is basically set in motion by a um, preteen or teenage boy who goes missing. Um, there's a lot of mysterious people showing up out of nowhere that you don't know where they came from. Um, and it gets into some interesting sort of heavier sci-fi concepts as you get into the show a little more. So, so it's exactly Stranger Things. Exactly Stranger Things in those superficial details. Like actual substance wise, it's a lot different. Okay. It's a lot, um, it's a lot less character and story driven and much more tone and ideas driven, Mm -hmm. which is really my cup of tea. So for the first nine and a half episodes of the, 10 episode season i was like this is better than stranger things i like this more and then it completely fell apart at the ending Aww. at least for me other yeah. people might like it but like it got to like halfway through this last episode and i was like okay there's like 
three completely different narratively and thematically satisfying ways they can wrap this all up into one neat package and it'll just be brilliant and they didn't and they started throwing plot twists at you from left and right and up and down and it it just ends on like very clearly they're trying to do more seasons Uh which is the issue because it would have been a perfect self-contained story oh they never do that yeah oh my god stop yawning preston well, the first season of Stranger Things is pretty well self-contained. There's, like, some teaser stuff. Yeah, but they didn't do that. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like they don't ever make anything self-contained. Right. They try to do a thing, and then they want to do way more because money, right. and it makes sense. And there would have been, like, interesting and much more subtle ways to do it, a la Stranger Things. It's like, okay, everything goes back to normal, or everything resolves in this particular way. But there's okay. There's a couple of lingering vestiges that leave sort of threads we can pull for the next season. But it's mm-hmm. like, no, we're just going to make this world completely insane. Yeah. And it's it is incredibly unsatisfying because it was such a good nine and a half episodes. Did it feel like they needed to make the world insane for the sake of being insane? Yes. That That is why. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was... There, there's some pretty hard sci-fi stuff in it, but it keeps it restrained enough that you get really into it and uh-huh. then it just loses all believability with all the plot twists. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Um, I also watched a couple movies cause I have so many watch lists that are so long. I need to start doing damage to those. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, uh, what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to watch at least three movies a week. Oh, I'm here until the end of time. So I can watch God. one from my Netflix, one from my Amazon, one from my Hulu watch lists. Jesus. And hopefully that'll just keep them from growing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i suppose yeah and like to be honest like knocking down some of those will knock down the other ones yeah because there's probably ones on your netflix that are also on the yeah, other yeah exactly ones. exactly and it, this is all in service of knocking down my imdb watch list which last i checked is pushing 2900 items so i know i didn't even know there was 2900 movies in the world admittedly probably 100 to 200 of those are tv shows that i like oh, okay it's like yeah i should I won't remember this unless I put it on this list. Yeah. But I'm not going to remember it anyway because I don't have time to look through a 2,900 list. Yeah. So. Nonsense. You have all the time in the world. <laughs> Mr. isn't in college anymore. True. True. Fuck you. Anyway. Um, so I didn't quite live up to my three movies because I didn't decide on this till about Wednesday. But I watched two. Um, I watched The Endless, which was from Netflix. Okay. Um, it's a low-budget indie sci-fi movie. Um the only I only recognized one character or like one actress. Uh, she was one of um, Mia's roommates in La La Land. Oh, so real she high. She showed point. up for like five minutes. Yep, yep. <laughs> She's part of one ensemble song and then has like a line of dialogue later. Yeah. So some real big names going on here. Oh, absolutely. Um, so it's uh, sort of an interesting little sci-fi movie. It's about a couple of brothers that escaped from what the movie describes as a UFO death cult as teenagers. You just peeled a bunch of what looks like electrical tape off of your foot. Where the fuck was there so much electrical <laughs> tape just at the bottom of my foot? Where uh, did I get that? Because of the electricity in this room that we're generating right here, right now. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. So basically these brothers, they escape. 50 episodes, we're done. <laughs> we got to get to 52 though. Oh shit. That's right. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it's about, uh, so these two brothers, they escaped when they were teenagers from what they describe as a UFO death cult. So mm-hmm. basically this crazy cult that lives out in the woods and believes in this strange other and it's all kind of mysterious. Mm-hmm. But they decide to go back and visit because the younger brother is not doing well in real life. Several years on, he is just kind of miserable and doesn't like sort of the day-to-day routine. So they go back to visit. I didn't start the timer. That's that's an issue. You'd think we'd have that down by now. but Can't get it. Issue 50. <laughs> nah. Anyway, um, so they go back and then some mysterious things start to happen. And maybe they discover it's not as out there a cult as they actually thought all along. Okay. Yeah. It's actually really interesting and quite good. I will um, probably not add that to my list because I am not doing what you're doing where I just add a list, add something to my list every single day. Yeah. Um, It's very clearly low budget and it kind of feels like it runs out of ideas at the end. Um, Mm -hmm. But it holds together really well thematically, I guess. Like there's very much an interesting kernel of an idea that it plays with really effectively. Yeah. 
So yeah, it's it's interesting from like a sci-fi and character story and mystery perspective, but it's also it's got some interesting things to say. So right. solid movie. Uh, in a similar vein, I also watched The Man from Earth, which was on my Amazon watch list. There's, some would say there's almost like four billion of them. Four billion? Yeah. We're pushing eight billion. Oh, man! I right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I wasn't. Yeah. No. Okay. I didn't just you know <laughs> secretly kill half the population of the Earth. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a snap for people who couldn't right. really tell. Yeah. It wasn't like a. It wasn't Matt blinking really hard at me one time. That was. That was. I'm really good at blinking, weirdly <laughs> enough. I Random talent. Anyway, The Man from Earth. It's about a guy. Turns out he's from Earth. The end. No, uh, not that. That's not God damn it. I was really <laughs> hoping it was. No, it's, um, it's, again, it's very low budget. I didn't actually recognize any of the actors this time. Um, it's about a college professor. He's probably late 30s, early 40s, who suddenly retires um, and is going to move somewhere else and do something else. He kind of leaves his intentions vague. And so it's all set at like this party that he throws for some of his close professor friends. Um, and they go out to his cabin and they have some, some food and some beer and they just sit around in his living room and talk for an hour and a half. Now, what do they talk about, you might ask? Well, they talk about the fact that he claims that he is a 14,000-year-old man. He was born a Cro-Magnon and grew to the age he currently is and then stopped aging and lived through all of human history interesting yeah and it's the sort of premise that i think could get really obnoxious and just like dorm room bs mm-hmm. just talking about well what if there's this caveman but he still lived to this day but it keeps it really... that sounds familiar Mandel Mandel Savage. Savage. <laughs> yeah um, literally a caveman that grew to an age stopped aging and has been there for all of human history yeah yep yep so anyway it's a total ripoff of vandal savage probably, probably. it could very well be just like they were I, like yeah it totally could be yeah that were, that's where he got the idea from but it's it's actually really fascinating um just like it keeps the tension through the discussion and like the characters they don't feel like they're they're just there to real dialogue read dialogue they feel like real people that actually each have their own personality and their own approach to the situation yeah um and the story that he tells is really interesting okay like it's always kind of ambiguous is he here is he from earth is he not from earth yeah i mean he's 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 from earth either way but the the title tells you right gives it away right there yeah god idiots it's like the song that john dies at the end exactly except he died about halfway through or did he or did he never die or what like, that's kind of a crazy movie. I need to go back and watch that movie. Have you seen that movie? I haven't seen that movie. Sorry, I didn't mean to take away from your movie. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it's a it's again another really solid low budget, technically sci fi because like the idea is sci fi. Mm-hmm. Um, I found the ending a little unsatisfying, but uh, I think it works if you think about why they did it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's sort of a movie that feels like it was accidentally really good, because the same guy came back and made a sequel ten years later. And it which was I've, garbage. I've just seen the trailer for it, and it is like the worst thing. <laughs> it, it looks like a direct-to-video, like I don't even know. Like I'm pretty sure this one was direct-to-video, but mm-hmm. this one it looks like a direct-to-video rip-off of a direct-to-video porn parody of a. I don't even know. It's just, it's so yeah. bad. So, The Man from Earth, accidentally really good. Really interesting. It's the tagline. Yep. It's better yeah. than Sharknado 4 Enough Set or whatever it was. Yep. Yeah. I'd say you'd think a handful of people in a room talking what doesn't sound very interesting, except we already had 12 angry men, so. Well. Yeah. Two people in a room talking isn't very interesting. Case in point, us. True. <laughs> <laughs> Although one person in a car is apparently very interesting. True. I haven't actually seen that yet. It all depends on the quality of the people. Both exactly. of us are shit. 
Tom Hardy is very good. He is beautiful. <laughs> uh, anyway, what have you been up to? Uh, literally playing Spider-Man fucking nonstop. Right. You had to tear away, tear me away from it to come record. Yep. <laughs> and we're recording at fucking like three o'clock, three o'clock yeah. on Sunday, three yeah. hours after we're supposed to release because of Spider-Man pretty much. Yep. Like, holy mother of God, this game is amazing. Yep. And this is like saying, okay, I, I, I've told my friends, I've told Brendan and Carter this. This is like when your mom can curse, but you're not allowed to when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. I think this game actually beats out the Arkham series. Okay. No one else is allowed to say that, <laughs> but I can say that. <laughs> but oh right. my God, well. it's like, and so the reason I say that is because like, Looking at just the, the mechanics of it, the, the fluidity of it, and you even mentioned it uh, when you mm-hmm. were watching me, that it didn't even look like I was playing the game because yeah. the swinging and the transition and stuff is so fluent. Yeah. Um, that stuff, the combat feels great. The combat is like, uh, feels supernatural. All of, not supernatural, <laughs> very natural. The, uh, this is actually something I really didn't even realize that happens a lot. Uh, so you have a, a whole bunch of different gadgets. Mm-hmm. All of them are very useful. I actually like using every single one of them, which has never happened in a game for me. Mm-hmm. When there's a game that's like open world like this and you have you can upgrade different things, I usually upgrade one thing and I stick to it because that's what works. Right. But this one, they all have very good benefits that I use them all and I'll like jump between them. Perfect. Um, and, like, the, and then the reason I say it, beats out the, and the open worldness is really good it's it's got collectibles but they're not just an insane amount of collectibles that you have to spend weeks at a time trying to collect them all like you do with like things like black flag uh, assassin's mm-hmm. creed black flag but and and they all add you get something when you collect them so there's backpacks there's 55 backpacks throughout kind of in reference to like well not in reference i don't know if he does in the comics but mm-hmm. he definitely does it in um homecoming Mm-hmm. Where he's got the backpack, he throws it against something and webs it to the wall. Right. There's 55 of those around. And okay. each of them has an item in it that is a reference to something else. And it does a little, like, he looks at it and goes, huh, this uh, this is a, it was a um, a goggle thing broken. Mm-hmm. Or, like, an eye thing broken. And he's like, yeah, this is when Vulture broke one of my, uh, like, broke my eye, th- eye piece. And it almost blinded me. And it's oh. like, that's when I that's when I needed to know I had to upgrade my... Uh, use a bit stronger material just stuff like that kind of like little little hints to his past because he's been doing it for 10 years at this point okay um and the reason i say it beats out the arkham series is because the story is phenomenal even down to the just like the little side plots where he and mj have been broken up for six months mm-hmm. and they're just now talking again and I have never rooted for a relationship so hard in a video game. <laughs> like, obviously, I've played Mass Effect, so I've rooted for relationships that I can fuck everyone all at once. Right. Which, like, you can do in Mass Effect. You can't all at once. Every every time I play it, I fuck a different person. I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm going to fuck her. Um, <laughs> but this one, like, it's obviously a scripted relationship. It's going to happen or it's not going to happen by the end. Right. But it just feels so natural. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know how when there's a movie that you, like, like Ryan Reynolds and... Uh, Blake Lively and the Green Lantern. Like, yeah. it's a shit movie, but, like, the chemistry is amazing. Exactly. Ex- it explains a lot that they got married. It really does. It's like that with video game. You never see that in a video game where you're, like, the chemistry between these characters, it's not the acting. It's the writing is so good. Yeah. And it, the voice acting definitely has uh, it. Yeah, yeah. And the animation affects it. Like, literally, facial facial expressions have so much impact in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a, there's a uh, scene where they're standing next to each other in a crowd, and they're, like... And she's like, yeah, we should talk about this, like, over coffee or something. And he's like, uh, or we could do it at, like, your place over dinner and I could cook. Or we could go to a neutral location and have it cooked by professionals. And just, she kind of, like, looks away and smiles a little bit. And it's just, like, the animators did a really good job to put this, like, hidden Mm -hmm. feelings in the face. It's just Mm -hmm. so good. Okay. And there's, there's, like... And this one's not really spoiled. They're at they're at her apartment uh, talking about something, and then, like, his phone goes off of, like, a police thing, so he's got a bail. And she's like, do you think it needs to? And he's, like, already in his spider suit halfway out the window. And she looks at him and goes, did you just leave the, your clothes in the floor in my kitchen? <laughs> and he's like, no. Walks into the kitchen, <laughs> picks them up. It's like every other game would be like, oh, got to go, bye. But it... it 
it took the time to stop the story mm-hmm. to add this little bit of like just dialogue between the two of them and develop this relationship further. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's so good. It's so much fun. And I can't wait to go back and play it. I don't have any homework due until Wednesday, and I'm gonna play the fuck out of it for the next two days. Yes, sir. And then I'm gonna do all of my homework Tuesday night and then continue to do it for another three days. <laughs> it's so good, guys. Alright. Oh my god. I I hesitate to say because there's a lot of really good games out there, but this could very well be I won't say it's perfect. It's in my top five video games now. Okay. Which is, is really praise. hard. I don't know what it put di- it, it dismount. It obviously didn't uh, dismount um, or not dismount. What's the word I'm looking for? Displace. Yeah, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Brotherhood, uh, Skyrim, Mass Effect Two, uh, Fallout Three or Fallout Four. Fallout Three is good, but Fallout Four is better. Uh, I I put it at five. Okay. It's up there. Wow. But it's so good. Anyway. Okay. That's anyway. what I've been up to. All right. What's the world been up to? Uh, well, Zack Snyder needs to shut his goddamn mouth. Probably wouldn't hurt. Every time he talks about his DCU, it makes everyone who's a fan of DC hate him more. For the people who don't know, he recently said that he would have had Batman die. Motherfucker. Stop it. That's all I got to say about that. I don't Just have shut up. That. Shut up, Zack Snyder. <laughs> Every time you talk about what your DCU would have done, it makes people hate you more. Just stop talking, and maybe you might have a chance at coming back, which is pretty much zero at this point, because you would get all of the fan backlash. Exactly. Uh, but no, that's all I've got. All right. That uh, I can think of. We got a whole bunch of trailers this week. Oh, um, yeah. We got, uh, got Bumblebee that showed, a, uh, Bumblebee. showed Optimus Prime. Right. Does look very much more cameo. Yeah. Oh, very much. Like yeah. that's got. It's like almost. It's not even like a like a transmission where there's a conversation. It looks like just a recording. Right. Um. And he looked. Did you have? Did you like get a good look at him? Not really. He looks very much like the old show. Like, okay. He looks like very good. blocky and like toy. So like mm-hmm. early Optimus Prime. Okay. Before awesome. he, everyone's a camera uh, Camaro. Right. <laughs> uh, we got us also a new Fantastic Beasts trailer, which. Uh, I'm I'm just amazed. Didn't they find all the beasts in the first one? Are there still beasts that are out there? I don't know. I thought they found them all. How can they make another movie if they found all the beasts? Are they just going to do the same thing? All the beasts get out again? Well, yeah, probably. I don't like that. Yeah. Well, they got all fi- they got all to find the beasts that like that don't have a home. All those beasts of no nation. God damn it! Wow. Um, <laughs> I kind of broke at the end. Wow. Of it. You, you you saw? Did you see it? That like right before yeah. the end of it, I kind of broke at the end of it. <laughs> Oh, that doesn't really happen ever. Like if I make a pun, I stick through it. But that yeah. one made me die at the end. <laughs> I'm and for that. I'm kind of proud that of that. Was the pun that broke you. I don't know. I think it was more of like why oh. did why did I just make that happen? The pun that broke the Thestrals back. <laughs> oh, so bad. Anyway, I don't um, care about this movie. We'll go see it. But uh. yeah, got to. Yep. Which movie was that again? Oh, Fantastic Beasts. Right. I literally forgot what movie we were talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, we got a full-length Creed 2 trailer, which I'm much more excited about. I didn't see it. I need to see it. Do. Yeah, it looks. It. It, it looks really good. It looks really exciting and looks like it'll hopefully live up to the first one, which is hard to do because I think Ryan Coogler is not directing. Ooh. But I think he's, I think he's producing, so hopefully having his watchful eye. Yeah. Well, help keep things put together. Um, yeah. We got uh, an actual House of Cards trailer, which... Oh, yeah. I'm probably going to watch that just out of a sense of obligation, finish what I started, but man, does it look bad. Oh, God. It looks so bad. Like, it's one of those things that, like... It's one of those situations, and we're not going to get, like, super topical or into this, um, but he's not a terrible actor. He's just a shit person. Right. So, like, he's a shit person. I'm glad he's out of work and will never get paid to be in Hollywood again. But, like, he made House of Cards. Right. Like, just the way that his menacing ability to portray kind of what we have now, but in a more terrifying way, a more sinister way, like evil, being evil. Oh, 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 okay. Anyway, uh, that made the show. And to take that out and try to... 
they really should have just canceled the show. Yeah. There have been so many shows that have been like, yeah, it's canceled. Sorry, you don't get an ending. Yep. Like, I can list like three. I won't because I can't remember any of them. Firefly. But there, yeah, Firefly. Um, but... Like I think I think this could have been a show that if they'd done it from the beginning, Robin Wright could have carried. Yeah. Uh, but part of the problem is the show's been going downhill since season one, mm-hmm. pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't been down the Capitol Hill. <laughs> two for two, folks, nailing it every time. Woo! My comedy's the best. Is he though? Continue. Shut up. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Don't I, step on my pride. I I think this probably could have been okay if there had been at least a couple more good seasons aside from the first one. Yeah. Arguably the second one. And if the writing hadn't just completely fallen off a cliff at this point. Like, even the trailer. Like, there's clearly... They could do some interesting stuff thematically with, like, should we have a female president or... Not even that obvious, or just like, okay, how, how does she handle this after losing her husband? But it's just like, it, it, it's just a half dozen people saying in voiceover, we can't have a woman be president. Yeah. Like, if you're going to be that cartoonish, make it a cartoon. <laughs> just make a, pol- a large political cartoon. Yeah. Um, we also got a, uh, we've gotten, I think, four Daredevil teasers at this point. Yes. None of them have shown actual footage. Um, yeah, I have. I think. What? I don't th- the fuck are you talking about? There's like him at the confession. Right, but I don't think any of that's actually going to be in the show. I'm pretty sure this is all just promo stuff. All right. Uh, I wouldn't doubt that. Netflix, like, if anything, Netflix is, if any, if there's anything that Netflix will put all of their time and energy and, like, spend money to put something that's not in the show, it'd be Daredevil. Yeah. Like, that is their cash grab. Um, sort of. Um, what else would they? Well, Stranger Things. Yeah, they put a lot of money into a lot of things. Well, I know, but like the thing that gets the most return, basically. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know how you'd calculate that. Anyway, um, usually this sort of barely saying anything sort of teaser wouldn't get me excited, even for a show I really like. But these teasers are very clearly showing us like what they're going to do this season. Mm-hmm. Um, they've talked about they're going to do the Born Again, so like a rough yeah. version of the Born Again storyline. And the with at least one of the teasers, they've like kind of laid out exactly the themes of Born Again. They're like, okay. Cause Born Again, so, so sort of the thing with Born Again is like it's unbalancing the delicate balance between the Matt Murdock and the Daredevil identities. Mm-hmm. And he kind of lets the Daredevil identity take him over. And this one, it's like, you got to let the devil out. You got to, if you mm-hmm. want to fight the darkness, you got to go all in. Yeah. Like, that's very clearly referencing sort of that thematic core. Yeah. Which is good. It means they're sticking to the actual substance of the story. Yeah. Um, we also got Kingpin in his iconic white suit. So. I didn't see that. Yeah. I missed one of the teasers then. Yeah. He's, I think he's, they've had two with him in the white suit now. Oh, fuck. Um, I'm behind. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, and that's coming out in like three weeks. So, man, I gotta binge all the mo- all the other shows. You gotta catch up. I have so much catching up to do. Yeah. I literally stopped after Defenders. Right. I have literally the entire like cycle to go you, through. You got like phase two. I have the basically. entire phase two to go through. Yeah. <laughs> One of these weeks is gonna be a lot of Netflix. Yeah. It's okay though. Most of the Phase Two stuff is really good. Good. Jessica Jones Two is not great, but Luke Cage Two, Iron Fist Two, and Punisher. Are so it starts a little weak, but then like, well, you got to get Punisher well, first. Punched. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting uh... Punisher exists. Yep. You know what else? Forget exists. Dark Phoenix. I did not forget that existed. I watched it, and I'm like, this is going to be terrible. I think it's just going to be average. I think it's going to be terrible. I think X-Men has done a good job of not making terrible movies. Even Last Stand and uh, Wolverine Origins are not atrocious. That is fucking blasphemy. They're not good. X-Men Origins is the worst. You haven't even seen it. Yes, I have. You have? X-Men Origins, Wolverine? You've seen that? Absolutely, I've seen it. I thought you said you hadn't seen no, that. No, absolutely. I've seen it okay. like multiple times on TV. I never like rented it to watch it, but I've seen okay. the whole thing all the way through. All right. Yeah. No, I know like all the going through like the world wars and everything. And they're like back to back fighting. Mm-hmm. And then like 
He like, uh, and then you got fucking uh, Dominic. What's his name? West. Dominic. Is it Dominic West? No, Monaghan. Monaghan. Yeah, Dominic. Dominic West, you got, you got Mary. Uh, with his little light powers in the circus, and then yep. like I'm remembering all like the things that. Oh, and also the fucking Deadpool. Yeah, the Deadpool. And like his head goes off and it like spins around and. Right. And then he gets shot in the head with an adamantium bullet, and then the lady tells him to walk. I can't remember who it was. Tells him to walk until his feet bleed and then walk some more yep. yeah, i've seen the movie fucker okay i didn't i didn't know <laughs> i was just I, like proving it to you right there i i will i gladly maintain that that is an entirely fine movie um we can't be friends anymore last stand is not good apocalypse is kind of aggressively average um this looks like it's probably going to be kind of on par with apocalypse okay. i think um it's also totally going to butcher the dark phoenix storyline yeah didn't see one alien well, what if we're all aliens? What if we're all scrolls? <laughs> um, <laughs> also in Dark Phoenix news, it got pushed back till June 7th next year. <laughs> so, there's that. When are we going to get new mutants? <laughs> Not till August next year. <laughs> uh, speaking of getting pushed back, uh, Hellboy actually got pushed back till April. Oh my god, that was coming out soon? January. Holy shit, really? Yeah. And we have nothing for that? Nope. That is crazy. But they pushed it back to April. That's Disney, right? Who's doing that? Paramount, maybe? Well, because Hellboy is it? He's Dark Horse. Oh, he's that's right. He's Dark Horse. Yeah. Well, Dark Horse barely exists. Right. Might be Paramount. Might be. I don't know. We can check that. I'll check that right now okay. while you... Um. Anyway, I... We haven't heard anything else out of that. We haven't, I mean, we haven't gotten a trailer or any promotional materials, really. Yeah. So. We just know that it's fucking, what's his name? David Harbour. David Harbour, yeah. yeah. He's excited about it. It sounds like a lot of the people that are involved are really excited about it, which is usually a good sign. Yeah. Like, if the creative people are excited about what they're doing. Well, it still says the release date is January 11th. Okay. Um, could be, you know, just not Could be outdated. Uh, yeah, I saw that article today, I think. Mm-hmm. was pushed back to april um yeah so i i don't know maybe they're maybe they're doing reshoots but i wouldn't think so this late uh it's possible that they're just doing lionsgate. more editing or something lionsgate okay it's possible they're just doing more editing or something yeah so not sure that's crazy that we're that we're this close yeah and there's no promotion material because uh, yeah I, w- I was expecting to see a trailer soon like captain marvel attached is to venom maybe february Cap- i think no like march captain or carol danvers is in february oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i refuse to give up on my principles the movie that is officially titled shazam i believe is coming out in april okay march i can't remember yeah. i just wish it was sooner we've got the carol danvers aquaman's Captain in Marvel. november though yay yay <laughs> venom's next week <laughs> who cares <laughs> <laughs> uh all right um what other trailers have there been i think that's all we're the... like rocking at like 30 minutes right now I, I think that's all the trailers i had uh the only other thing is that apparently the next kingsman movie might be a kingsman prequel with ray fines oh really well, no, not on the Ray Fiennes things. Yeah, bring in Ray Fiennes. He's amazing. Yeah. But, like, aw, prequel. Yeah. Oh. But, like, World War One period piece kind of. Because apparently that's the thing now. Yeah. I, we got one World War One movie. I don't know what I'm complaining about. Wasn't Dunkirk? Oh, Dunkirk was two. Come on, man. Yeah, you know. Get your history together. You know what? I know nothing. John Snow. John Snow. Get shut up <laughs> all right anything else uh i don't think so that's all i had that's all i got a little note card all right okay so we are redoing episode one so basically matt how would you make batman versus superman a good movie <laughs> we thought it was going to be me and then i have like jack shit ideas well okay I'll, I'll go through my ideas first and then you can like as opposed to like last time where okay. you just like read from a thing and chose everybody we'll just choose like the biggest things that we would change okay That'll be easier, especially because we have less time than we did right. last time. Because last time we went for like an hour and a half. Yep. We had no idea what we were doing. There we was no news podcasters. or much of an upsuse. It was just an hour and a half talking about this. Yep. So we got 30 minutes to talk about what we would change. Whew, what a challenge. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, number one, no fucking doomsday. 
Number yeah, two, no. Batman versus Batman and Superman would not be friends at the end. I don't want that to have been a thing. Okay. If it was Batman versus Superman, I want Batman v Superman all the way through. I want them fighting. I want them constantly fighting. All right. I want like a little like spiff at the end and then like they go their separate ways and they're like, okay, here's my reasons for fighting this person. Here's my like really getting mad at this person. And they fight again at the end of act two and then they go back to get, go back separately and they're like, I'm going to figure this out. I know what I'm going to do to beat this person. And they both come back in and it's like, like we don't know if anyone's alive at the end of it kind of fight at the end. Okay. That's one. All right. Two, fucking replace it with a Wonder Woman movie. <laughs> Just more Wonder Woman. Uh, three, fuck Lex Luthor, get him out of there. Yep. Uh, four, uh, you know, maybe more color. <laughs> Wouldn't hurt. Uh, five, no Justice League introduction. Because if you're going to make this a Batman v Superman movie, make it Batman and Superman. Not Fair. Batman v Superman with Wonder Woman, Lex Luthor, Doomsday, and also, also look, there's the Justice League. Yep. Uh, no Batman origin. There was too much Batman origin. There was very little, but there was too much. They referenced it too often. We know where he we came from. We all goddamn know. We saw the 89 Batman. We saw the Dark Knight trilogy. And we saw the other six times in cinematic history where they have done his backstory. Yep. Everyone has knows Batman's story. If you don't know Batman's story, you have no goddamn business watching the second DC movie. Exactly. <laughs> Why would you go see Batman v Superman if you have no idea what Batman's origin story is? Yep. Get your life together, man. Yep. Uh, What else is there? I think those are kind of like my biggest ones, and I can obviously delve into them a little oh, bit yeah, more if yeah, you want. Naturally, <laughs> those are just like my my broad strokes yep. how that movie should be good. Yeah. Um, well, I have my pitch for how I would redo it from the ground up that I did for the first episode. Yeah. Get Miguel Sapochnik, who you finally saw those episodes of Game of Thrones hey, that hey, he directed. Which ones? Hard Home, Battle of the Bastards, Winds of Winter. That explains a lot. Yeah. Holy mercy. Yeah. Yeah, no, those are the ones that, like, really make you feel. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so he was the guy I, I had picked to direct, and I had a whole list of actors that I don't remember anymore. Because, <laughs> yeah. who cares? So, yeah, no, I, was, I was thinking about the problem. Like, part of the issue is how you get the two people to fight in the first place. You need some inciting incident. And so you either need a Lex Luthor or a Joker pulling the strings or something. Which, that's no fun. No, I I think, honestly, like... If you know the Batman and the Superman characters well enough, you can find reasons that are in their in their like personalities. Yeah. That would make them like they had the perfect reason set up at the very beginning for Batman to go at it with Superman. Right. Like he saw that this guy had no regard for like innocent lives. Yeah. As he just like 9/11 his way through Gotham. Right. And Metropolis. Oh, yeah. Metropolis. It was Metropolis. So like but... there is batman's reason yeah is this guy has no regard for the little people yeah i think it's a good core premise there yeah it's like and mm-hmm. batman and like so with superman you've set up this superman already like and this is uh, the way i'm kind of viewing this is just like if you if someone gave me batman or bbs mm-hmm. before it went out and was like cut this reshoot things like mm-hmm. save what you can but fix this right so i so man of steel is already existing Mm-hmm. he's this new Superman that really doesn't know what's going on and kind of like has some impulse issues. Right. You have this Batman who's super skilled and plans it, uh, makes one attack at him and Superman just like retaliates Yeah. just on, on an impulse just mm-hmm. fights back. And then you have your combat. Yeah. You have Batman who's got a logical reason for fighting this guy and he wants him gone. Mm-hmm. And then Superman who's still kind of a child in the Superman shoes. Right. Just retaliates and just, Tries to fuck him up. Right. There you go. You got your fight. Yeah. You don't need simple. anybody pulling strings. Yeah. And throw in a little more Superman story to actually make a more interesting character. Yeah. Um, I kind of like the idea of not really showing much Batman until the fight. He just kind of shows up. and Because you've pitched this idea in the past of having like a psychological horror movie. Oh, from yeah. The absolutely. Perspective. I think you rely on that a little bit in the beginning. Yeah. Which they sort of tried to do in BVS. They have Batman, like, scuttle across the ceiling. That was terrifying, but not <laughs> yeah. in a good way. It was it was a little ridiculous. I, again, I like what they were kind of going for. I just hate how far they missed it by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they shot their shot and hit it the other direction. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but definitely, no, I'd agree with that. Like, you start it with, it's a Superman story. He's doing stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Well, well, then how do you kind of like explain that? Like with the way that I was kind of going is like you start with that, like you start with the right that first scene. Right, that's a good first scene. I think we could argue. I think it'd be better to flash back to that. Okay, that's fair. Like, you, it's kind of it almost comes as a shock. Batman just attacks him out of nowhere. He's, yeah, he, he's doing normal Superman stuff. He's saving people. It's a little lowest drama, and this happens like the first. And then the lights go minutes. out. Lights go out. He like starts X-ray visioning, and then you just see like Batman, right? Just like out yeah. of nowhere, like psychological horror kind of thing, where it's right. like it cuts to like X-ray vision. Oh, that'd be like a really cool actually scene. Yeah, is like. It cuts to an X-ray vision, and you kind of come up with a way that you can envision the way he sees things, yep. which you kind of have. The way that you have seen it in Man of Steel, you could actually conceivable kind of take that to where if he's in the dark, he can X-ray vision. So it's kind of like negative, mm-hmm. almost. Does, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. Like it's like you, you, it's like a negative filter on camera yeah. stuff, and he's like looking around, and then suddenly there's just like this, like Batman out of nowhere, and just like sends him through the wall, mm-hmm. and like he's like fuck just happened yeah. and then batman's gone and he's like looking around and he's like listening like super hearing and he hears like well i guess you could either do that he doesn't hear anything mm-hmm. which would amplify how good batman is at being stealthy or you hear a minor creak to hear or so that you can show how like but how strong superman is right however you don't know how quiet batman is so that wouldn't really have an effect mm-hmm. so you could just have him like he has super hearing, and he, and it goes, like, super wide. Like, you hear a whole bunch of stuff, like, surrounding city, basically. Yeah, you do, like, and the Daredevil it, thing where he just hears all sorts of yeah. stuff. Yeah, and then it, like, zones in, and he's, like, listening, and, like, maybe he sees that x-ray of, like, an ant, and you hear the ant scuttling, and then mm-hmm. Batman. So that shows that Batman was completely silent. Mm-hmm. If he saw, if he heard an ant scuttling, yeah. saw, like, little Ant-Man just, like, running across. <laughs> like, Wrong universe! Punch! Marvel crossover. <laughs> Uh, but that would be a really cool scene that is the first appearance of Batman in this universe is mm-hmm. Superman getting annihilated by yeah. stealth. Yeah. That would be really cool. And then we, like, we Superman's like, who is this guy? Flashback. Honestly, I don't think even a flashback. Like, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of flashbacks. Okay. I don't know if you've noticed this, like, throughout. I have not. I have not heard this. I don't. I think flashback. 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 Flashbacks. <laughs> flashbacks right. can be clunky. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know I'm a huge fan of, like, show don't – or tell don't show and right. some, like – well, depending on the situations. I think it's I think it's it's justifiable in this case because we are showing Batman's motivation, but I think structurally this keeps the surprise of suddenly Batman attacks. Well, what if you just had, like – it, like, goes back – it follows – it kind of attack, 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 and then, like, Batman realizes – it, like, throughout the fight – you start to adjust whose perspective it's in. Mm-hmm. So like it's in his, it's in Superman's perspective, fight, 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 gets, uh, gets attacked. And then it kind of zones, zooms out to like the dark room. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of like, that'd be kind of a cool long take actually. Yeah. So it's in his perspective. It zooms out. It kind of pans around while like he's getting stealth beat up. And then it zooms into like Batman or Batman's perspective. Mm-hmm. And then, you, and then you're from that point on, you're in Batman's perspective. Yeah. Follow him to the Batcave where there's literally just a fucking like giant like news thing of like how many died in the attack on Metropolis. Next to, to the where, giant penny. Well, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like that's a, that's a, that's a really good like analogy that like, I don't like it when people just have like a newspaper clipping. Mm-hmm. But, like, if it's giant, that shows he deliberately wants that big. Yeah. And make that his motive. Is yeah. that, like, this is how many people died. Fuck this guy. I've been working to save people in Gotham. Okay. I'm not going to have this guy over in Metropolis mm-hmm. killing people. Okay. So, like, there you go. You have your – without doing a flashback, you see, right. like, this this thing that shows his motive. Okay. And then Wonder Woman shows up, beats them both up. It's like, woo, I'm the best! <laughs> Stop fighting, boys. <laughs> or I will fight you both to death. All right, what else is there? Um, I like the idea of going younger with Batman. Oh, yes, absolutely. Because part of the problem is they were trying to do Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. Riff on that. With a baby ba- with a baby Superman. Right. Yeah. But the issue is the motivations are completely different, so you can't tell the same story. Because Dark Knight Returns, like... Superman's basically just a government stooge at that point, and he gets sicked on Batman. Basically, I want to make an analogy of what you just said. I wanted to make a cover of this song, 
And then I wrote an entirely different song. The chorus is a little different. Is basically what you just said. Yep. It's an entirely different song. Of course, the chorus is a little different. Yeah. <laughs> it's an entirely different movie from the comic. Of course, right. the motivations are, right. are different. But they relied on it just enough to where they felt like they had to do an older Batman. Yeah. And, like, that doesn't make sense to me because Superman would have known about Batman, like, before. Yeah. He would have kind of had a better understanding of what was going on. He'd probably be keeping an eye on him a little bit. There are... Would have reached out to him or something. I don't know. Two times in continuity, or like the in in standard continuity through time, there I believe there are two times that Batman and Superman have fought, mm-hmm. and one of them was in the New Fifty Two where mm-hmm. they show this origin, which I feel like they should have kind of gone a little bit more with okay. because that was what was good mm-hmm. that they fought because Batman saw this alien that was super powerful. Mm-hmm. It's a simple enough reason you don't really have to delve into it. Yeah. So, like, where was I going with this? Holy mother of God. Oh, yeah, young Superman. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need... You have this... So, And then the other one was Dark Knight Returns. Right. So you've got this other one where they're young, where they fight with a logical reason. Mm-hmm. Why not go with that? Yeah. It makes sense. They're both young. And then you allow for more Justice League in the future without exactly. fucking Batman dying of old age, literally. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, I like... I would love a good old Batman story because there's good stuff to do oh, there. Oh, absolutely. But it, this does not need to be that, especially not if you're trying to set up this big extended universe. Yeah, an old, a good old Batman story would be like if like what you're doing with the Joker movie, albeit it's not a Joker anymore, um, <laughs> is you do a standalone Batman Beyond movie. Yeah. Where you've got Ben Affleck. He's a fine old Batman. Yeah. He hates life. Yeah. Bat- old Batman hates everything. <laughs> it fits perfectly. Yeah. And then you have a young... Um, who'd be a good one? I'm trying to think through all my actors. Kit uh, Harrington would be kind of a good. Yeah, Kit Harrington. Um, I'll I'll stay on the Richard Armitage train. Yeah. Uh, who else? Um, actually, oh fuck. Uh, Alden. I I, I Aaron Reich. Aaron I, Aaron Reich. He'd be a really good one. Kind of the way that the way he tried to portray Han Solo actually like. If he goes a little bit more cockiness and kind of like witty, he could do a pretty good Terry McGinnis. Okay. Okay. I think I partially disagree with myself, but I'm also willing to stick to my stick to my my core on that right. one. Or I think I partially to... disagree with you too. But... Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. But anyway, that that's how you would do a good, good old Batman. Point story. is, yeah. The, yeah. So the point is, do a young Batman for BVS right. because you can't have you can't expect to do. A Justice League movie where it starts with a really old coot Batman. Right. Who this long has had, I mean, that we know of, two Robins. Yep. And really just wants to go at it alone. Yeah. The fuck is, he's not going to want to do. They try to make the Batman story in that one like, oh, I'm so broken down. I've done so much in my life. I'm looking at all my bruises and I can't keep up anymore physically. And we're like. I don't feel that. Yeah, at I, all. I've I've seen you in one movie for like a few minutes. Completely missed the mark on that one. Yeah. So, well, shooting themselves into a bad corner there. Yeah. Um. What other things needed to change? I mean, really, the rest of kind of my biggest problem was like, why were they fighting? All of that needs to change. And then, like, why did they get back to? Why did they agree to be friends? That's right. the that's the one thing. Right. It starts with the Martha and then goes to Doomsday. Right. Like they tried to go Death of Superman. The Martha thing was out of uh, out of the worst abyss of nothing ever. Yeah. Uh, so what I said personally, I would like it to be an ending where you're. It's kind of like a um, battle of Pelennor Fields, a little bit more extreme than that. You're not who you're not sure who's alive or who won, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, well, you're pretty positive who won in Battle of Pelennor Fields at the end of that, yeah. seeing as everyone was still alive. Yeah. Um. No, but like something where it's a kind of a mutual loss mm-hmm. and then maybe there's a hint of like that's where that's where you introduce like steppenwolf a little bit that like there's this threat that no finish, go, finish what you're saying i have so, a pitch for you so like there you got this bigger threat that batman can get from having in literal infinite info always mm-hmm. so he would you would see that and then Superman, being an alien, maybe, like, sees something happening discreetly or something, and then goes, uh-oh. 
There's a big thing. Might want to go talk to that guy because he might be able to help me. If he can beat me up, he might be able to beat these guys up. Yeah. Okay. So here's my pitch. Okay. They fight. They're very badly beat up. Um, Superman like sort of limps away and then flies off. We don't see where mm-hmm. immediately. Um, and then we follow Batman. He goes back to the Batcave and he's just like licking his wounds. Basically, yeah, basically borderline dead, licking his wounds. And then some alert flashes on a computer, and um, or maybe he's just like passed out, and like Alfred is like looking at the computer and something. And he's like, "You wouldn't happen to have that Superman chaps number, would you?" Not that line, but yeah, yeah. something, so, that something effect, along so, that. Yeah, so, yeah, a, a brief bit of dialogue where they're like, "Okay, we kind of need Superman right now." Yeah, and then I know you just guys, you guys just like beat the shit out of each other for like three days straight, but mm-hmm. we might need his help. Yeah. And then you could also do then Superman like also licking his wounds at the Fortress of Solitude. And then, I don't know, he gets a Kryptonian alert that, oh no, bad guy coming or something. And then. And then reincarnated ghost Jor-El. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was trying to think of something. I was <laughs> trying to think of something. Like, you know, you happen really have that, that Batman fellow chap. But yeah. <laughs> But something to that effect, where yeah. the threat doesn't actually show up, and we don't get like an awkward fourth act that doesn't make sense. Yeah. So we save that for its own movie. Yeah. And like, you can conceivably make what or you can. I don't know why I think you can absolutely make so many better ways that they become friends. Yeah. Like they did in the comics, where like they're fighting, and then like they realize they're fighting over like some pretty nonsense bullshit mm-hmm. and then they're like oh hey this nonsense bullshit we're fighting over that isn't actually each other's fault it's actually a bigger thing mm-hmm. well we're fighting over this thing it's not you it's him i'm gonna go fight him because of this thing and you're gonna go fight him because of this thing mm-hmm. we're just suddenly working together and that's yep. fine yep. and then they're like we're the fantastic or the super seven and everyone looks at flash because he's the one that like there they- it was <laughs> it was actually pretty funny at the very end of the first volume they were like standing up and they're like uh, thank the heroes. What do you guys call yourself? The Super Seven, and like they all like glare at, at Flash, <laughs> and he's like, it's, I fucking, <laughs> it's what I came up with. Uh, at least it's better than the Fantastic Four. Yeah, and the Sinister Sinister Six, the Fatal Five, the I'm out of them. Thirsty Three, <laughs> Hungry Hundred. <laughs> anyway, all right. What's ne- what's next? Um, thing. Yeah, I think one other way you could do the reconciliation, just to get back to that, is the whole point of this fight is that Batman has been questioning Superman's humanity. So you're you're making a butthole face. <laughs> Why are you making a butthole face? Not a butthole face, you dick. <laughs> so I just thought of this. Like, uh, 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 we'll get to mine. You you okay. said so- I was just saying I don't I, I don't have an actual like plot way of doing this in my head right now, but some way to reinforce to or to get across to batman that oh wait this guy is actually even if he's not technically human he does encapsulate humanity he's sort of this best hope of humanity type yeah. of thing and that's sort of what they tried to do with the martha thing honestly they're like oh he had a mother too and it it's more about the connection there yeah um it just really didn't work <laughs> so like maybe it's something along the lines of like uh he like like a civilian dies or no I, you can't have a civilian die because they would never let Batman well no this universe would that's another thing don't let Batman kill yeah, yeah there's another thing yeah but like if they did Batman right they would never show something where Batman clearly fails to save a civilian's life because they do such a good job of like making sure that doesn't happen in the comics mm-hmm. um, maybe they're fighting and they're fighting somehow puts some lives in jeopardy and they both kind of look at each other and then like go off and save the people instead. That could be something. So, like, some the reason I made my butthole face is because, like, how do you want to put Wonder Woman in this? Because, like, you have to have – Wonder Woman's amazing in this. Like, you really got to have that, like, first uh, line or that first appearance with the music. So I thought of, like, this. What if she's fighting both of them to keep them away from each other? <laughs> Break it up, boys. Like, literally, it's like – she fights one, and she sees the other one coming, elbows him until he goes, like, far away. Yeah. And then, like, goes and fights that guy. And, like, you start off with, like, Superman goes laser vision on Batman. She jumps in, does that exact scene mm-hmm. with, like, the music comes in. And then she, like, 
kicks uh, Batman back really far, mm-hmm. goes beat, uh, goes fight Superman until he's like down at least for a couple seconds, goes beats up Superman or Batman for a little bit, <laughs> and just makes her insanely badass that she can handle both of the top two superheroes of all time, okay. and just and she's like not even getting hit. Okay. That would be really cool. I like it. That would set like the precedent for how badass she actually is. Yeah, that'd be really cool. And then that kind of that works into like she's like, okay, they're suitably beaten. I'm just gonna leave. Leaves. Batman like kind of gets up groggily. Superman flies wobbly away. And then, tail between his legs. <laughs> yeah. And then we go back to the licking wounds. And then Steppenwolf. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. What else is there? Uh, honestly, I think. Lex Luthor should could have made an appearance. I would have. I actually really would have liked a, a cameo or yeah. like a, a very small role. I don't want him to influence the plot really. Yeah. I kind of just want him to be there. We know that he's a force in this universe. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of Batman like breaking into LexCorp to steal kryptonite. Yeah. So you have something like Lex is accumulating it, and honestly, you could use Lex as like a proxy for Batman's motivations. Have him explain, oh, there's this all-powerful alien that's not good let's get some kryptonite and stop him yeah and then batman breaks in steals the kryptonite yeah yeah something like that uh what else is there what else is there what else is there i'm i'm, I'm pretty much i'm pretty satisfied with how much we fixed this yeah I think so. we fixed like the biggest complaints about this pretty much by basically just cutting out half the movie yeah hire us warner brothers hire us honestly <laughs> though like if i do say so myself we would be very good writers like movie, like it's filmmakers. Right. Well, I think I'm out of stuff to say. Shall we? We shall. Thanks everyone for listening to our 50th episode of Just 50 Us Losers. episodes of this nonsense. Yeah, I wonder when the number of episodes beat out the number of subscribers for the first time. Uh, probably at our like first episode. Yeah, we stayed there. Yeah, pretty much. Get on that, people. Yeah, you gotta get to 50 people out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just waiting for the one time where, like, a person, like, a new person, it just pops up, like, on their recommended, and they're like, yeah, sure, I'll try it. And then it, we became we become famous exactly. for that person. So if you're that one person and you're listening to us and you're trying us, thanks for listening. Tell everyone you know. Everybody you know. Every person. All of your nerd friends. All of your non-nerd friends. All of your non-nerd enemies. All of your nerd enemies. Your dentist. Your nerd dentist. Your parents. Your nerd parents. I'm your sorry. Your enemy dentist. Huh? Your enemy dentist. Your enemy nerd dentist. Your enemy parents. Yep. Yep. Everyone. All of your sets of parents. Yep. It's possible to have four sets of parents. Because, like, if, you're step, if you have a step-parent and then they divorce, they're mm-hmm. not really your step-parent anymore. Right. Well, you could have biological and then adopted parents. And then True. they both divorce and, they and both then get divorce. married. Yeah, okay. There we go. All right. We figured it out. We have figured your life out, that one person that has four sets right. of parents. Congratulations for keeping all your parents straight, four person. Four, four parent person. Four parent person. Four pair parent person. Four, they four all, they're all parents. Person. Four pairs of parent parent parents. Four pairs of parent 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 person. Anyway. Wow, this has just gone for, downhill. Thanks for listening to us basically do a redux of our first episode. Uh, next week we're sort of going to do a thing where we talk about how we do the MCU. Are we doing it like from the beginning? Uh, we are doing it. Cause I was, I was thinking we'd do it. How do we go from here? How do we introduce the X-Men? Well, well, we we can do. Fantastic. Well, my recommendation was, I'm going to sit back down. (laughs) My recommendation was like, how would you start the MCU with what, with everybody? Okay. Because we have everybody back. Mm-hmm. If you could go back in time and we had everybody back, okay. how would you start it? Because right. you wouldn't start it with Iron Man, a C-lister, would you? I or might. would you? I might. Find out next week. Ooh-hoo. If you've got thoughts on how you would do it, you can leave it at one or other of the various places where you could find us. Such as Facebook. Facebook. Twitter. Twitter. Justice Losers Pod at Twitter.com because that's how that works. <laughs> We're also uh, at Justice Losers Pod on Instagram where we occasionally post pictures of things. We haven't been doing a very good job lately. Yeah. We'll, do a better job we'll post a whole bunch of pictures when we go see Venom later this week yeah. and review that. So be... I'll probably post some like, really awkward. Oh, I have a really... I'm going to post something when I get back. Uh, I'm going to say this into the mic. <laughs> I keep running back and forth. You need to so, just sit here until we're done. <laughs> in Spider Man, there's, there's some stealth missions and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you can. You can do stealth mission or you cannot. 
but I did an entire mission stealthily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's one stealth move you do where if you're like above somebody you'll like grab you know, like on a beam mm-hmm. you'll grab them and like you'll wrap them up like a spider does like where uh-huh. they're spinning and you're like webbing them mm-hmm. and they drop <laughs> and it looks like a cocoon i had a a beam that had like at least 10 people <laughs> and the beam was like maybe 10 feet above the ground uh-huh. so people were walking and like they like it, they would walk right past it because it was a stealth kill, so the person's technically invisible. Right. But there's just a beam of people, <laughs> and it's like you think by like the third or fourth one they would stop walking under that beam. <laughs> oh, but I'm gonna post that picture because I took a okay. picture of it on the game. <laughs> All right. Um, so you can find us there. You can also find us uh, justicelosers.pod at gmail dot com if you wanna like send us the manuscript of your book about how you would do the MCU if you were the one in charge of it. Uh, we will steal that and read it on air. Uh, you can find our podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes, which you should like subscribe, leave a review, do all the various things, send it to your mother, send it to your mother's evil dentist, all these things. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Call back to 10 seconds ago. Uh, 10 seconds. I don't know. The time is garbage. What is time even? Time is a construct of human. Fuck it, whatever. Probably. Uh... (laughs) Anyway, I think I've said all the things now. Come back next week for more of us. Bye! Bye! Bye!